So as we head into Thanksgiving this week, today we're going to focus on that category of psalms, the Thanksgiving psalms. And as we do this, I hope to spark some inspiration for some of the ways that we can express thanks to the Lord this week. Um, And I'm reminded that developing thankfulness to God is an important part of living out our faith in Christ. Being thankful is an attitude that God wants for us. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 5, 16 through 18, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will that we would always be thankful in every circumstance. The value of giving thanks is that it changes our outlook on life. It can be so easy to see the hard things, the negative things, the things that are challenging in life. And so looking for those reasons to be thankful helps wake you up to the goodness of God, all the good things that he is doing and the way that he is present in our lives. There's actually health benefits to being thankful. Expressing gratitude is associated with lots of mental and physical benefits. Studies have shown that feeling thankful can improve your sleep, your mood, your immunity, can decrease depression, anxiety, difficulties with pain, and even reduce risk of disease. And so God has built this into us, that that, that attitude of thanks can have a positive impact, us, impact on us. And then just a reminder that God is always with us. So these thanksgiving psalms will overlap a lot with um, other categories of psalms especially hymns and songs of praise. You see them in psalms of remembrance that we talked about last week. You can find expressions of thanks all throughout the psalms, uh, regardless of what category they may fit into overall. And that just highlights, I think, the value of giving thanks. An example of this is just Psalm 105, verses 1 through 3. It begins with, O give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, sing to him, Sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name, that the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. And then the psalm goes on from there. It's a psalm of remembrance that we talked about last week, just recalling all the ways that God worked in the lives of the Israelites. But you see expressions of thanks like that all throughout the psalms. And so we're looking today especially at those that express thanks to God in all kinds of ways, recognizing and recalling his goodness. Um, so let me put up a list of some of the psalms of thanksgiving that I was identified. Um, you may have others. I want to encourage you, if you have others you want to bring up today, we'll, we'll leave some time for that. But I want to begin with Psalm 100 today. It's a call to have grateful praise to the Lord. So if we want to open up to Psalm 100, we can read that one together. Psalm 100, a psalm for giving thanks. Make joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever in his faithfulness to all generations. 
And I love this, the way this psalm just calls us to that joyful and glad heart, to have joyful and glad hearts. Um, so before we begin, uh, continue on, I just open up for some discussion on this. Are there things that you feel, things that, uh, attitudes of thankfulness and joy that this recalls to you, or, or any comments you want to make on this psalm? Could I pause you for just one second? We had a discussion about this last week. Can I hand you a microphone for those who are online to be able to hear you? I'm just going to say Psalm 100, right, is summarized in three things. Be joyful, be submissive, and be thankful. And it's really good in that order, right, to be joyful and submissive and thankful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else? All right, then let's go ahead and move on to Psalm 30. I'm going to go ahead and read this one, and then just let us reflect on it a little bit. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought my soul up from shale. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you, his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong, and you hid your face. I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cry, and to you, to the Lord, I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my depth if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me, O Lord, my helper. Or, O Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness, that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I give thanks to you forever. Before I comment on it, is there anything that you want to express as you, as you reflect on that psalm? What is that? say to you. It takes you through the whole spectrum of emotion. It does. From being in the pit to being on the mountain. And even though God's face is hidden and I'm dismayed, you know God is still there. Yeah. And finally, when he does show up, we start dancing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the joy of the Lord can really change our, our, our moment, the moment that we're living in, no matter what the circumstances are. And I think that was the big thing I saw too. It takes you through all these different circumstances. Can you relate to those, those feelings that are expressed throughout this psalm, those, those experiences that people have? And you can find reasons to rejoice in the Lord no matter what's happening in your life. 
And the mourning is only temporary, the sadness. There is joy ahead yeah. in the morning. Yeah. The morning, the morning like sorrow morning, and then in the morning in the early day. <laughs> right. Anything else? You pass that microphone back. I, I just think it um, speaks of God's faithfulness. You know, no matter what, even even um, you know, when we cry out to Him, He's there. Whether we always feel Him or not, He's still there. He's always faithful. I just I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, it's a good reminder. It's good that thankfulness reminds us of God's faithfulness. Mariah has got something. I feel like um, there's just a sense of energy that we get when we're around different um, feelings, and I feel like music is really one that you've said before that connects us deeply, and it's undeniable when you have that kind of connection through your spirituality in general. Yeah. The, the singing these praises to the Lord draws something out of us, brings us to a different place, connects us with him in new ways. So it's important to sing praises to the Lord and give thanks to his holy name, as that psalm says. Anything else on that one? Yeah, Lynn. I just find encouragement in verse um, 5 that says, for his anger is but for a moment and his favor is for a lifetime. Mm. But he doesn't stay angry with us. He forgives us. And just like as parents, um, you know, we might get upset with our child for something that they did, but it doesn't mean we stop loving them and, and we do forgive them. And, and um, it's just, you know, how God is with us too. Absolutely. That's that's an important part of understanding who God is. He, his anger is brief. And he will forgive us and, and his favor lasts a lifetime. I love that. Yeah. Well, let's go on to Psalm 107. This one's a little bit longer. And you're going to see something in this, I think, how it, it helps relate to all kinds of different people. And they're different personal experiences. All right. So I'll go ahead and read this one. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert waste, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way till he reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Some sat in the darkness, 
and in the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction and in irons, for they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed their hearts down with hard labor. They fell down with none to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of the darkness and the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts in two the bars of iron. Some were fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. And let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of his deeds in songs of joy. Some went down to the sea in ships and doing business in the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, his wondrous works in the deep. For he commanded and raised the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to the heavens. They went down to the depths. Their courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men, and they were at their wit's end. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed, and they were glad that the waters were quiet. He brought them to their desired haven. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. Let them extol him in the congregation of people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turns rivers into a desert, springs of water into a thirsty ground, a fruitful land into a salty waste because of the evils of its inhabitants. He turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water. And there he lets the hungry dwell, and they establish a city to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. By his blessing they multiply greatly, and he does not let their livestock diminish. When they are diminished and brought low through opposition, evil, and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and makes them wander in trackless wastes. But he raises up the needy out of affliction and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad, and all the weaknesses, a wickedness shuts in their mouth. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. When I read this in the New International Version, it begins um, where it says, let the redeemed of the love say so in this translation. It, it calls on people who've been redeemed by the Lord to tell their story. And you can see how it, it refers to different types of situations, people who wandered in the desert waste, people who sat in the darkness of death, prisoners in affliction and irons because of their rebellion. Some were fools. Some went out into the world and saw the great deeds of the Lord, and they, every one of those had a moment where they turned to him. And I think this psalm just helps us to think about our own situation, our own story. How did we come to know the Lord? How have we seen his goodness? What has he done and shown us when we, when we came to him offering uh, our asking for forgiveness? offering repentance from our own situations. And so can you relate to how 
maybe some of these situations that they describe, or, or what's your own story? What's your own coming to the Lord that you think of? And how can you express thanks to Him? And if you'd like to share any of those thoughts, we can let you share. Or do you have any reflections on this song? Where'd it go? Okay. I I have a reflection. When you were reading verses 10 and on about sitting in darkness and gloom and prisoners and chains and despised, they despised the counsel of the Most High, and he subjected them to bitter labor, and they stumbled. And I was thinking, suckers, <laughs> they deserve it. And then, and then you kept on reading, and it's like, whoa. They turned and cried to the Lord, and he mm-hmm. saved them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, um, maybe I don't have the right heart. <laughs> maybe I should have compassion for someone yeah. that's sore and hurting and bitter right and it just showed me how my heart is still learning to grow Hmm. that's a good point yeah he brought them out those and it's the israel you know was in egypt in bondage yeah and he brought them out and yeah so it's the thankfulness can come out of even the deep dark time god can pull you up right well, it's a good uh, reflection, uh, reminder that God may allow some things into our lives in which he's trying to help us to see him, right? To see our need for him, to turn to him. And he may allow us to, to, to experience the suffering and the challenges of what we're choosing before he comes in to say, no, look, here I am. Because he's not going to force us to follow him. He's going to wait until we want to come to him. And so... It's good for us to remember that, both for ourselves and for others around us, that, that the Lord loves them and wants to know them, and he wants to provide for them. Anything else? I think that fits with the passage that you highlighted, Lynn, that God's favors for a lifetime, right? no matter what circumstance anyone is in right now, whether they've chosen it, whatever they're doing, God doesn't want that for them. God wants to show his favor to them. But they have to want it too. And I think it's important and valuable to look back at our lives at those moments where we have turned to the Lord and he has responded with favor. He has shown his love. Remember his faithfulness. That's what that idea of thanksgiving is all about, is remembering the God's, God's goodness and letting that kindle us in us, our, our love for him. Well, let's continue on to another one, Psalm 111. This one says, Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord studied by all who delight in them. 
Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just, and his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. You can see praise to the Lord all throughout that. What are some of the things you see in there about how we can express praise to the Lord? Mariah, can we get the mic back to Mariah? Um, it really makes me want to um, touch the base of, I was already thinking it too, um, and how there's sacrifice and free will, and I know we go over that a lot, but and how it's all just a wave pool, and ultimately I do believe that even though I fall a victim of not always thinking and being in that understanding, that that is the way it is. And when we come back to that understanding, it just it feels so right, and it can be righteous in any scenario and to see that people can either like die or be a victim um, of just uh, in vain or being like a martyr or dying for what they believe in and being righteous behind their actions and yeah trying to simplify it I think is the best thing that's all It's good for us to keep coming back to the truth of God's goodness and faithfulness. To remember who he really is. Anything else? Just good reminders throughout here of the things that God has done. He provides for those who fear him. He shows the power of his work. The works of his hands are faithful and just. He sent redemption to his people. We're coming up on the Christmas season where we remember the redemption that came through Jesus coming into our world. What an awesome expression of love that is. That idea of the fear of wisdom, or the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom is a great reminder of God's wisdom is what rules this world. It is at the root of everything. It's good to remember that and be thankful for that. Yeah, great. So in the, in the New Living Translation, it says that, just something that you had just said sparked that thought, but it said he has pulled, paid a full ransom for his people. He has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy, awe-inspiring name he has. God did not negotiate for us. He paid the full ransom. Mm. And that's just something to think about, that he didn't barter for us. He didn't talk somebody down to be able to just say, hey, here's, here's what I'll give and here's what I'll compromise on. There was no compromise. It was he paid a full ransom mm. for us. And that's just something really important to remember that that he sent his son for us. That was 
his full ransom yeah. to be able to restore us to him. So. That's great insight, yeah. Thank you for that. What a great reminder. Great reason to be thankful. All right, let's go ahead and turn to Psalm 118 then. This is the last one I have on my list for today. <clears throat> this one is just full of expressions of thanks to the Lord. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me, surrounded on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They went out like a fire among thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Glad songs of his salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord exalts. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has disciplined me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have come, have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine upon us. Blind, or Bind the festal sacrifice with cords and up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Do you hear in there that God's love is steadfast and it will endure forever? We don't always feel that, do we? But it's good to remind ourselves of that. I think that's an important thing to carry with us into this Thanksgiving week, to remind ourselves of God's goodness. Any other reflections on this psalm? How do these things impact us? Yeah, go ahead. I have the microphone. Go ahead. <laughs> So just some numbers trivia. You guys know I like numbers, but Psalm 118.8 happens to be the very center mm. of the Bible, and it's and it says a very important central theme that it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people. God's love is steadfast. I think the reason we doubt God's steadfast love is because people's love is not steadfast. People let us down. People make promises and break them. 
and we start to think that, that that's just the way promises go. But that isn't the way that it is with God. And it's a very good reminder in this psalm to think about how steadfast the Lord's love is for us. And it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust people. Central, central theme of the Bible. Yeah, amen. Very important. Mariah. Just as Jesus was given to us as a full um, ransom and not negotiated, I feel like that's a really good example also, like through this, as a responsibility to hold on to this importance for the children in our own lives and to see how important it is for the future of mankind and to see that death will not skip anyone. Yeah. Very good. And you have to carry that on, help, our, help the young people see God's goodness and hang on to it. We look at all the, the, the challenges and troubles around us and we can lose hope, but we hang on to hope, hang on to the truth of Jesus. What a difference that makes for future generations and what, how much life could be better for them. It's part of the important work that we do as a church. Go ahead. Um, it just really reminds me as a child, I got really bothered by like, I would turn off my ears to certain ways that people would talk and the way that we express ourselves and the words are very important. And I just, I've learned that, I guess. And I just felt like sharing that. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Anything else? Any other expressions of thanks in the Psalms that you like to share? Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving Psalm that I didn't bring up or an expression of thanks to the Lord that you could remind us of before we head into Thanksgiving? Let me open up to that as, real quick as well. I just remembered a little testimony I have um, that happened this week. Uh, we have, I work at Cannon River Senior Living. I'm in activities. And we have a lady who's really grumpy and mean-spirited. And, and she says she's a Christian. And she really puts a lot of people off. And she's planning on moving out in a few months. And some of the residents came to me and said, we're going to have a party after she leaves. Oh. And they had a menu all planned and what they wanted to get. And it's like, yeah. Well, on Friday, this last Friday, every Friday we have an entertainer come and sing songs. And um, he came and he sang. And... At the very and I give out treats, and then at the very end, well, no, he had, yeah, he was supposed to be done at three, and about five to three, this grumpy lady came in, and I gave her a treat, and she goes, Becky, I'm late, and you gave me something? Hmm. Thank you, and I just smiled and said, you're worth it, and um, and he, the singers said how long to sing, and I said, oh, and I gave him a time. He could sing more. He went into singing hymns, and it was the old Bill Gaither things. Um, I'm trying to think of any one of them, but wonderful old, old songs, and there was just this sweet spirit all over the room and about the grace of God and I'm a sinner and yet God loves me kind of songs. And 
when he was done, a lot of us were in tears. And, um, and then I went around and started cleaning things up and packing, and everybody left except for the lady that was planning the after-she's-gone party. That lady came up and said, Becky, she, she was sitting near the grumpy lady. Anyhow, she goes, I'm grumpy lady and I have gotten together. We're planning a going away party where she's going to be helping us with saying goodbye. It's like, yeah, that was a miracle. Yeah, praise God. <laughs> and I was just so thankful that God is working in our little little lives. <laughs> And it's yeah. a thankful thing yeah. that God is working. Amen. Thanks for sharing that. That's great. Anything else? Okay. So those of you that are Facebook friends of mine, I posted something this morning. It's my favorite Thanksgiving psalm. So I'm, it's cool that we're doing psalms with Thanksgiving today. Mm -hmm. So Psalm 105, 1 through 3, and I posted it on a picture of the ocean that I just took last week. I was there Thursday morning, and I saw the – I was – two miles from the ocean, living there for three weeks. So so it was a quick detour on my way to work to go see the sunrise. But Psalm 105, 1 through 3 says, Give thanks to the Lord and pray to him. Tell the nations what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell about all of his miracles. Be glad that you are his. Let those who seek the Lord be happy. And I just, I'm very thankful to be his, and if we continue to sing praises to him and tell others about all of his miracles, other people will, other people will realize that they are his as well. So we just we have a important relationship to share, and it's just really thank you know as we go into this Thanksgiving week, just remembering all the things he's done and being able to share that. Yeah, so. great. I think that's a probably a good place for us to wrap up, to remember that. God's God's goodness. Go you, ahead. Had, you had shared at the very beginning, be glad that you are his. So yeah. we'll end yes. and begin at the same place. Yes, let's be glad we are his. And as we enter into this Thanksgiving week, let's not just let it be a tradition of eating lots of food, <laughs> but, a, but an opportunity for us to really reflect and give thanks to the Lord. Let's pray, and then we'll celebrate with a closing song. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you that we belong to you. We thank you for the many, many ways that you have shown us that love, shown us grace, that you have lifted us up, protected us, turned us around, Lord. The many ways that you have provided for us, shown us your goodness, and shown us ways to live, Father. We can go on and on with thanksgiving to you. Just open our hearts and our minds to those reasons to be thankful, especially this week, Lord, but every day. Help us to live in an attitude of thankfulness to you. We pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name.